Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. I'm coming at you live from my bathroom, and Matteo is on his fancy new couch. Well, yeah, it's still slowly coming together. Looks um, great. Can, thank you. Can you hear me okay or no? Yeah, you sound great. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I want everyone, if you're on our Patreon, you can see this. So our Patreon viewers are going to be able to tell us. Emma texts me randomly. There's no context with this. She just goes, what's your favorite color? I said orange, which actually I, you know, orange is actually kind of, there's no medium with orange. People either love it or they hate it. Mm. So Emma made this great. I don't hate it. Oh, I love orange. I I think I love it. Emma made this background so you can see I'm in a normal, like my my apartment. And then Emma's um, in the middle of the sun. I made a custom Zoom background because I saw, I've been trying to get things, like I saw other podcasts were using these like unified backgrounds and it looked really professional. So I wanted to try and get one for us. So I actually, I made it on Fiverr, which is a good app to use if you have a freelance stuff, but it, it. Uh, I could actually make one. I could draw one. Yeah, that'd us. be awesome. And then, but it's the orange is, it's a little, it's a little bright, but let me know what you guys think. If you guys like it. Because Mateo and I disagree. So if you guys like it, I'll keep it in mind at least. And then if you don't, I like the way it makes my hair look too. I, I get, well, the, the weird thing about it is that like it cuts you off. Like it, there's something weird about it, like where it's cutting off parts of you. Mm-hmm. So like you look like you're in a weird dream. <sighs> yeah, something's going on. Dream. Before we started recording, I was asking Mateo if he was going to do outdoor shows for people in New York I don't know if they're, ha- I'm sure they're happening other places, but in New York, I keep seeing things pop up like this club is doing this show outside, outside, outside. And it looks, I can't tell if it looks fun or not. I can't tell. Well, one of them's just in a park where people don't have a microphone and they're yelling. Which is spit central. What's spit central? Like if you're yelling. Oh, that's park- right. Yes. People spitting on each other. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other ones, um, some clubs are doing it because they have like patio seating and stuff. So I was just in upstate New York for those who came. I'm, a, I'm sorry, but I have to tell you what happened this past Please. weekend. I did the risky thing and took a gig because I need to pay rent. I know people are upset, but if they are upset, please Venmo me $15 so I can pay for my meals. And, so we, um, and remember, we rec- I think we recorded Friday morning. So you had at that point- Oh, in my hotel. Show. Right, you had done one show and you had a, you, it was a good experience. And then- so- Yes, it was a great experience. You drive up six hours, but I did it. Great experience, blah, blah, blah. And then this is, the, this is literally within an hour. This is my last Saturday. Ryan Beck, who's opening for me, by the way, was a part of all this. Um, Kasha Davis, who's a great drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, texted me. She lives in Rochester and said, hey, do you want to get lunch with my partner and our friends? I, of course, yeah. So we went to this place called like, you know, some diner that was really nice and stuff. And, oh, um, diner. oh, diners are great. Also eating inside, you know, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a New Yorker. I, I haven't been able to eat inside since March. So it was strange to be inside eating. And I get a call from a friend I had seen like a week ago who calls and says, I've been exposed to COVID or I have COVID-19. Mm. You've been exposed. I have to call you and tell you, which I guess is the right thing that they did that. So now I'm sitting at this table, staring at five people. I hang up the phone and I just look at it and I go, um, I just want to let you know that um, I've been exposed to COVID-19 and I was just told. And then they all, and it, the, just blank. The, the, this is how they looked at me, Emma, just stares, just. 
And I said, um, now they got tested way over a week ago, and I have the antibodies, so I feel like we're in a good position. However, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to leave and go to an urgent care. Uh-huh. And they were kind of like, well, I mean, thanks for telling us, but like, we're already here. I'm like, well, I ruined lunch. Right. So I go to an urgent care. I walk in. It's in the middle of nowhere. I'm used to urgent cares in New York City where it's sure. like insanity happening. Oh, yeah. I it's walk kind in. Of funny that it's an urgent care in the middle of nowhere because it's like, what's urgent? Like, we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, I mean, I know you can still have urgent health problems, I guess, but a bit the farther out of the city, the less sense of urgency there is. Like in my it hometown, feels... care would be like, we got, I got to urgently get in here so I can go back to sitting outside on the porch. And just... it, it should be called like, um, instead of urgent care, it should be called, what else could it be called? It should some, be called... I guess it's still urgent. It's still urgent. You still need urgent care, but it's, it's not like, I guess New York is urgent always care. urgent. Everything's right. urgent. urgent coffee, urgent dinner, urgent this, urgent that. But it's also like, urgency in terms of new york city that it's on every street corner so like if you cut yourself in the street you can just run to an urgent care rather than going to the emergency room right either way they were there so i walk in they go they were so rude to me hi i said hi what do you want and i said i'm here for a covid19 test why what do you no way they didn't ask why Ask Ryan Beck, hand to god they go why you're like well i don't know if you heard but it's a big fucking problem that's that's what i said that is what I said, Emma, that those are the words. I looked at them and I said, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a pandemic happening. And I thought I would do the responsible thing. She Uh-oh. goes, well, do you have a referral from your doctor? Because if you don't, it might cost you money. and Your insurance may not cover it if you even have insurance. And if you'd like, you should schedule an appointment online to go to the university to get it for free. And I said, um, I don't have a referral from my doctor. And I'm with, you know, Blue Cross. Why am I there? Because I'm trying to get this done urgently. Right. And then she was like, well, we don't know if we can cover it. And I said to her, I'm like, I'm sorry. I said, am I doing something out of the ordinary? There's a pandemic and 140,000 people are currently dead. I feel that I'm doing the responsible thing. Is this usually how you treat people? I mean, I never yell, but I just what give did she say? What they give to me. And then she was like, well, we need to, we, um, we, this may not be covered by insurance. So Ryan and I call Blue Cross. They do cover it. So as we're waiting to get the test done, I get a call from my agent. All your shows are canceled. I said, excuse? All your shows are canceled. I said, great. And he goes, why great? I was like, I can't even tell you right now, but I would have had to do it anyways in case like these test results oh, were Oh, right. So, you know, um, <laughs> so right. I, I go in. Isn't that a relief when someone cancels when you were gonna have to cancel? Like that's kind of, that actually is. Yes, and I was like, I'm not going in a club if I think that yeah. I have COVID-19 right. and stuff. So I, um, uh, apparently there's a legality issue and the state said you cannot have comedy shows. So that goes for the whole state. So that goes back to what you and I were talking about. And Wait, they um, specifically said it, they didn't even phrase because right now it's been a technicality where it's like, so they specifically said stand-up comedy. Specifically, burlesque and stand-up comedy. Motherfuckers, even if it's outside in the park. Yeah, well, that, I don't know. I, yeah, it's illegal because they're ticketing. <laughs> So it's so, like that you can't have a ticketed entertainment event? I guess not. So then I go and they give us the test, which have you gotten this test yet? I got one. I got, I've gotten two. I got one that was like the long-term one where they jam it up your nose. Yes. And I think I told you about that because there was the guy with the Cajun accent talking to me. Yes. Yeah. And he was like, hey, you want that? and I was like, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. And I was trying to win him over for some reason. 
Oh, I always went over. I, I, I tried making my nurse laugh so hard. Yeah, I'm trying. It's like, it was purely because, first of all, he was looking at me funny, which, I mean, and he was no poker face about it. He was literally looking at me like, what is it? And he's spilling over his chair. No shade on any of this. I'm just trying to paint the picture. He had a tiny, he had all these tattoos that were illegible. And then one, you could kind of make out a cat. And so he's looking at me and I went, I like that tattoo. And he went, oh, dang it. And then he started being nicer. And I was like, so like, how's it, whatever. And then he and I made, I won him over. I did it, guys. Whoop, 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 whoop. Because, I, you know, comics, that. usually people walk in and say nothing. And you and I are going to be their friend. We yeah, need like, approval from every stranger. guy's being a total asshole to me. I mean, he literally was looking at me like, I haven't had someone, I mean, he was looking at me like, ugh. But, <laughs> and, but he, uh, but that was the one they shoved way up your nose. And then That's what they did with it. Because I've gotten it yeah. twice in New York now, where I go to my doctor's office, they put it just at the tip of your nose. They're like, we've done studies and it shows that this, blah, blah, blah. That's what happened so, in LA, where they did that. And I was like, oh. Right. Well, this one went into my brain. They were What's twisting it in my fucking brain. And I literally, at one point I was sitting there, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and she was like, yep. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, you're in my head. And she's like, mm-hmm. Like, she just like, <laughs> this is what you get for not making an appointment. You're like, Jesus lady. So then that happens. So now I'm driving back to the hotel with Ryan. I get a call from my mom. Your grandpa's in the hospital. Oh. I'm like, you know, how much in one hour can go wrong? Right. Shows canceled, might have COVID-19, might have exposed friends. Something went in my brain. Now my grandpa's in the hospital. Okay. So good news is the test results come back that night. I do not have COVID-19. Right. I got another test when I came back into New York City. I do not have COVID-19. So I'm doubly sure that I don't have yeah. it. And her exposure was probably... By the time we actually saw her, it was too late for us to even be exposed, right. et cetera. It was social distancing gathering. So we did everything we were supposed to do. Good. I did everything I was supposed to do. Show's canceled. Uh, Grandpa's fine. What was um, he in the hospital for? He fell and got a concussion. He's blind. He went blind at the age of oh. five. And so he's got this um, nerve thing that only 100% Sicilians get. He literally went to Mayo Clinic and they're like, this is something that literally only 100% Sicilian men get. It's a degenerative disease in really? your nerves, in your legs. Yeah. Really? So, Why only yeah. 100% Sicilian? It must be, I don't know. I mean, only Sicilians get it. I feel so, like that's like something they can say to then make the person almost like proud. Because it's like you've got this degenerative disease and then it's like, but only 100% Sicilians. And they're probably... Because I feel like people are very proud when they're 100% Sicilian. Yeah. My I mean, yeah. And my like, grandpa's so Sicilian. Right. Like, the Are you most... Mike Vickione's joke about the blood type? No. There's a comic joke? Mike Vickione. So there's a comic in New York named Mike Vickione. He's one of the best joke writers. He's really funny. Nice guy. Oh, I love Mike Vickione. Really nice guy. I'd say he's one of the most underrated comedians, too, just because he's such a good writer and so nice. And um, He's in movies. He's in TV shows. He's doing great. But... I, w I will say this, and I mean this in the best way. He, and he makes jokes about this. He could, he'd be great for playing a cop. He, you, he says that. He makes fun of his haircut. Right. It says it. Right. So, He's New York Italian mustache. Like, yeah. But yeah, he has yeah. a joke where they say, what's your um, blood type? And he goes, 100% Sicilian. But <laughs> and they're like, that's not what we, but he actually said, I remember he said he changed, he did that joke in Letterman. He said he had to change it for some reason. Why? I don't know. I forget why he said that. He said he had to change the, I don't know. But I always think of that. When Who I would be upset by this? Non-Sicilians? Like, I don't even understand. I have no <laughs> Who's idea. Who's upset by this joke? Um, no so, yes, I'm not performing in the city. 
I'm staying. That's interesting because I was going to do, because I'm going to come back to New York September 1st because I have to, my apartment. It's only a month away. Well, I'm going to come back up from my apartment. My lease is up in New York September 16th. So I'm going to be getting packed up and all that stuff. Are you going to try and find an apartment in New York? I don't think so for a little bit because I want to, I, it really wouldn't make sense for me to be spending more money right now. And I it's, and it, I so, just got excited that you would move near me. We could be neighbors. And also I've been, I mean, I have a ticker. There's this app called Zillow. Scoos? It's like, uh, you get, I get alerts like on Zillow when new places pop up in a certain eh. price point. And eh. play, I mean, people in New York are like leaving. So, it's called ticker. It's called, the app is called Zillow. You've never used that? Oh, no, but I see advertisements for it on yeah, the screen. Yeah, it's great. But you can set an alert. So then it's like, you get, it, you get like a, it's like, they call it, it dream home. It's like for stocks too, though. It'll be like, bing, bing, like if something happens. So then it'll be like, I have an alert on for West Village and it's like, bing, 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 which is crazy. Everyone's leaving. Everyone is leaving. I mean, I, I think to non-New Yorkers, I'm sure everyone's so sick of hearing about New York, but like, it's empty. It's done. Like everyone's gone. People are going to be back, but here's why. Because of schools. If nothing else, like whenever, like you're looking at a place to, the infrastructure of New York is going to change. Like for finance, people can be working remotely. All these things, people can be working remotely. But the, some of the top, like NYU, there's so many colleges and there was a list of schools that are probably not going to survive this. And mm. someone were like Sarah Lawrence was on actual was, schools won't survive this. That's this article that I read. I mean, basic that we're saying like based on their debt and amount of money they need to make. I feel like they'll be bailed out though. I mean, if it's a public schooling, is this it's private not private, private colleges? But there were the only school oh. in New York City. I, I don't know if Hofstra's in Manhattan, but other than that, there weren't any schools in Man because those schools are so well endowed. Like NYU has so much money. NYU oh my is- God, are you joking? NYU owns half my neighborhood. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is Starbucks is like Starbucks presented by NYU. I'm like, what? I'm like, Did how is know- it so? I used to get to go in that library. When I went to the new school, I got to use the NYU library. Why? And- how? Because I don't know. I don't know. They let, just let you do it. I have no idea. I have no clue why. Because I, I couldn't take classes there, but I got to use the library. But they have these things so you can't kill yourself in there. What? Isn't that crazy? There's what so do you mean, many kill, like so many students were committing suicide in the library. So the, oh. when you go in the library, when you go in the library, it's it's huge. And I see it. It's huge, and there's this. Oh, I wish I could. Sh- I can't get in there anymore. But on the ground the tile is done in this way where it looks like you're going into the tile like it's some kind of visual thing so when you're down looking at it it looks like it'll like swallow you up and i guess so many people were jumping over and killing themselves that they made these giant um gates so you can't jump over the railing maybe change the school or change the curriculum rather than changing the physical appearance of the library (laughs) change the curriculum right. yeah tone down people that math are class. killing themselves yeah. could you imagine being that like worked up also it's like the people that kill themselves are the people that care that much about school it's like look you've got a lot going for you if you give that much a fuck about biology i know but you know what kids that don't it's like it's a whole different thing with kids and the pressure from their parents and and not understanding that there's totally. a tomorrow i mean you know you remember like it. being 21 oh, I, yeah totally but to kill yourself i don't know oh. i've not ever felt i went to art school i couldn't imagine killing myself over a nude painting totally i mean i've i definitely have had suicidal ideation before but there's something about doing it in a library that would be like 
I mean, I get it. You're, who knows what they're thinking? I just remembered we're supposed to do our ghost stories today. Oh, my God. Yes. That's why I, I got my remembered. phone here. Yes. Is it with you, me, and Tyler at that? Yes, it is. Yes. So I, for, we, I just remember that. Thank you guys for telling us your ghost stories. We... Yes, we, we, this is, okay. Now, the reason why we're bringing this up mm. is because we were talking about ghosts. Um, which, which, I'm trying to find. I found one of them. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. Which, which, oh, this is, I'm in the wrong one. Hold on. Me too. Got it. Okay. You want me to read the first yes, one or please. you want to read the first one? Go for okay. it. So now you guys sent this in, and now Emma and I are going to go over whether we think these ghost stories are real or not, okay? Although we totally believe that these experiences happen to you. We're just no, no, I don't. Okay. I Emma believe, does. Look, I was in an ar- Ashley and I were in a little argument today, and she said, I'm sorry if you perceive that I, and I went, no, no, I go, if you say I'm sorry, I perceive, I was like, just say you did it or you didn't do it. Don't say you think that I, or disagree with me, but don't say you're sorry. I think that that... I'm going to assume that you, but I'm going to do the same thing. I'm assuming you perceive that this happens. This is actually perfect because Emma will be a believer and I will not be. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Are you ready, Emma? Yes. This comes to us from, should I say who, who wrote it? Mm-hmm. Leave it anonymous. All right. Text us later or message us later if it's okay with us. I believe ghosts and the paranormal are 100% real. Okay. So we're already off to an interesting start. So she's already yeah, said that. Right. I've had multiple experiences. How have people have had multiple experiences? I have not had one. Ashley had multiple. She had two. And when she told them to me, I was like. <laughs> okay. Now, all right. I have seen them, communicated with them, etc. I like how you throw etc. on there as if it was like. Right. <laughs> my parents' house has quite a few trapped souls in there. How does she know they're trapped souls? That's what, here's my thing. I watch all these ghost shows. There's this one show called Dead Files, which is the most ridiculous show and concept on the face of the planet. How come you've never talked about that before? And because it is so, Jacqueline Novak got me hooked on the show. The how show, come you've the, never talked about that before? You've talked about the other one many times. Ghost Adventures. How, how because Ghost Adventures is, is more fun to make fun of. Dead Files, can I tell you the concept of Dead Files? I mean, the name of Dead Files to me is more ridiculous than Ghost Adventures. I mean, that. Oh, the, the entire show is ridiculous. They have this woman who looks crazy. How and have you she, never talked about this before? I don't know. Because you want to know why? Evan doesn't like it as much as I do. So they have two people, a New York City detective. He's this big Italian guy. Literally looks like he walked into like a costume shop and said, I want the Soprano suit. Like, talks like this, the new, I'm right. Italian, you know. Uh-huh. And then they have the paranormal psychic lady. Uh-huh. So they do two separate investigations, right? So this is supposed to be proof to us that, you know, that whatever. So is she walks Italian, in. And, the, and is the Italian guy supposed to be the guy that doesn't believe it? Like he's the bad Right. Guy. No, it's not about not believing. He just wants to show like we're going to do physical evidence and she's mm-hmm. going to do the paranormal evidence. And then they match up and see if, what, what they had together. So she does her reading in the middle of the night, which is always in the middle of the night. And they cover everything in the house, right? So like pictures and this and that. And she walks in and the, the amount of sureness she has and what she's saying, just, oh, this soul is crawling on me and this feels like that. And I can't, you know, this is that. It's like, oh God, sorry. Someone's, my mother is trying to call me. Why is it that every time someone calls you, Zoom just goes away? Okay. So she walks in the house and she just, you know, I feel this, I see these souls, this person's captured this, that person's a goat, this person looks like a snake, just like the most ridiculous, over the top. And no backing up with like other people being like 
what you know, whatever. So right. then the Sicilian guy comes in during the daytime and interviews people. What have you felt at night? How do you feel about this? Da 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 da. And I did an investigation in 1875. This family had. It. Then they bring their evidence together. Then they bring in the family. And the worst part is, she sits and she goes. I had an artist draw up what I saw, and it was like a picture of a goat collecting souls. And she's like, this is in your house. It's not going away. You have to move. And the family start crying, like, we don't have money to move. She's like, well, that's the only way to solve it. And then they leave. Does she that's a, the show. Does she get a kickback on mortgages or something? Like, is she like, the only way to leave, that you have to leave and you have to use, like, uh, Coldwell Home Brokers, blah, 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 blah. I'm, you would think so. But she, and also these, it's so ridiculous. Okay, so, so that's, so we're, all right, I'm so sorry to this girl who's writing in. Please, I apologize. I'm going off. This is me. I'm, so my parents' house has quite a few trapped souls there, and my mom used to carry a journal to write in all the paranormal stuff that would happen. Personally, I've been bitten, in quotations, by the child soul. Woke up one morning with prominent child teeth marks in my cheek. He gets more active when the grandkids no, stay there. No. Let me which, tell you by something the way, right now. If he Wait. gets more active with the grandkids stay there, perhaps it's the grandkids. Okay. Um, you Listen, girl, you got to get out. You got you to gotta fucking. Oh, now get, you're that woman from Dead Files. No, you got to get a video. You got to move. This is what you got to do. You got to move. No, what, you got to set up a video camera. And if it's, you got to match that fucking chomp to your nephew. And if it's your nephew, that nephew needs to go to some kind of, needs to get some, go to some kind of, I was going to say a home, but needs to, you know, they might have 80 days, all I'm saying. Maybe we should send the Dead Files team over there. Um. Okay, so he died. Okay, gets uh, this. So the, the, he gets more active when the grandkids are there because he wants to play. He died at three years old on the property in a car accident. We know this and communicate with him oh. by name because we have mutual friends with his mother. Then there's an older spirit who's more mean and bitter. He will scratch you, knock things over, slam doors, and get into bed with you. As crazy as that sounds, when you're just sleeping and wake up and feeling a body climbing to bed sit next to you, it's happened many times, etc. Okay. That's story number one. Wow. I mean, look, so if she's waking up with bite marks on her, how else do you explain that? Bed, bed bugs. bugs. Also, the, the bed thing bugs is... Bed bugs aren't bites, though. Bed, bed bugs are like those... Bite, bed bugs are swollen. A bite from a person would be, like, indented. But it, it literally... I, here's my thing. It, it, there's no physical proof of ghosts ever. There's nothing ever record nothing of, of ghost activity that's proof. Um, well, she got bitten. Yeah, but like it could be a million things. It could be a million other things. Do you see what I'm saying? She, a bite's a bite. She got bitten. I don't know. I'm a, I mean, look. I, here's what I don't understand. If that happened to you, how do you mm -hmm. go about living in a normal, how do you not end up in to Looney Tune town? You know, because I think I would, I don't think I have the, I don't think that's the reason I'm so, I'm scared of this is I don't think I have the mental capacity and wherewithal. Like I am just balanced. So if you woke up with a bite on your cheek, what would you do? I, I wouldn't think it was a ghost because I'm not willing to go there with my brain because once I open myself up to that, I would have way more problems. So if I had a bite, I would assume I'd freak out. I think I would have some kind of bug or I would think it was every single. A earth. human bite. What if you felt something crawl into the bed with you at night? I would think Ashley was sleep rolling around. When she, you I, wake up and she's not there. I mean, I'd fucking, I'd move in with my dad. I'd go back to Maine. I'd move, I, you know, look, we were listening to so much true crime on the drive here. And then there was one night 
where we were, and we were listening to this true crime. And one of them was this story about these, this lesbian couple that was camping and they were like brutally murdered by this like guy. So that same night, Ashley was like, can you go get something from the car? And I went out to the car and I'm, I was like halfway out there. I called her, I go, oh, I'm scared out of my goddamn mind. I was like, so stay on the phone with me, I'm freaking out. And I'm in the car and then I heard someone like jogging into the parking lot and I went, ah! and then this, this guy who's like about as tall as I went, went ah! because he was jogging out to check something in his car. And then I, I went and then I started laughing. I was like, I'm so sorry. I've been listening to so much true crime. I'm so sorry. And he was like, you scared me, you scared me. And then I was like, I'm so, 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 so sorry. And he's like, it's okay. And then we both started like laughing and then he went to his car, but he was looking at me like, what the fuck? And then he jogged away. But I mean, I was, so that's from listening to true crime. So I, if I woke up with a bite, I'd move in with my dad. That's it. Jeff Wilman, he's got a new roommate. I'm just, I'm just going to say, I'm very, I actually believe in UFO sightings more than I do ghosts. Really? Yeah, because I feel like paranormal activity to me, there's so much happening with our minds and dreams and uh, perception and wanting to believe and the suspension of belief and allowing ourselves to believe a narrative based off false evidence. I mean, I just think there's ways that our minds can take us into places that don't... What? But the bite. The bite. But the bites could be anything. I mean, you know, it's like... They literally could be anything. I'm sure she's screaming at us right now. I'm sure she's so angry, but of course I'm not. I don't believe in ghosts. But like when someone films a UFO, okay, then there's just, we don't know what that is. You know what I mean? There's so many, like there's the UFO incident over Phoenix, Arizona, like 10 or 15 years ago. Like millions of people were filming it and looking at it. I don't know. It was a UFO phenomenon. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not saying it's aliens, but at least I have a, at least people are saying, this is something I'm looking at that I don't know what it is, and I recorded it. Versus, what's it look like? We're talking to paranormal activity. What the UFOs look like? Yeah. The UFOs. It was just like it looked like in the triangular pattern dots in the sky hovering over Phoenix. Why is it always like that? Why is it always like it's like those things like the saucer? Was it like that? No, because it was a. There was either one giant ship or a bunch of them. All they could see were dot dot. Dot like a, imagine a triangle made of like outlined by like six dots or is like it ten weird dots that or... my first reaction to that is to want to blow my brains out like i know that's fucked up but like if you, if the aliens come down here like i just here's the thing at all costs i want to avoid getting tortured where they like pull my me apart limb by limb so i'd rather just like gotta go is that do you think aliens now the argument the argument being yes aliens would come being hostile because look at colonization on earth right and like how you know like how we would conquer each other from rome to um yeah spain to britain to even every even i you would know. judge for it i'd say i get it you know it is what it is but i'm not trying to um you know you don't want to become an alien pet yeah if my niece was there or my dog was there or my mom was there i would try to protect i'd say okay I'd, well first of all you know honestly, but what if they're not hostile that's the thing like my theory is what we're putting a out? Well, we're trying to put a human narrative into something sure. that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what they look like, how they communicate, how they talk. Like perhaps our existence and our t- the, the anger we have in ourselves or whatever the feel the need to dominate came from the need to survive. And that right. was through evolution. And so that's how our brain works. And that's why we're so fucked up. 
what if it's not that way for them? Or there's obviously if they're flying here, they're so advanced, they have a different perspective on life. But I, I you know, you're I mean, right. I you're guess my question is with what you're right. I think as humans, we are innately not great. So it's like, of, co of course, we would assume they would come and do the horrible things that the count, the, um, the right, like did. Columbus did to the natives when they came right. here. I mean, you know, of course, people would assume that. You're right. You're totally right. right. But what would happen is, say they come down, and if they even do any kind of communication, and they're just doing the equivalent of, wow, wow, you guys have a lot of Pizza Huts or whatever. I would That's what the aliens are most impressed. Actually, that is impressive. They'd be like, you have this much bad pizza, and people yeah. still go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is amazing. You guys are fucking This blonde. is incredible. You yeah. guys really have not figured it out. Yeah, they're like, I've got a couple of planets to sell you dipshits. And we're like, but I would just be, no matter what, I would just be like, I'd be so scared that I would, I'd have a heart attack. If, if you know. What would you be it. more scared by? Knowing an alien, now I'm not saying they're invading, just aliens coming to Earth or seeing a ghost in your, like an actual a ghost chasing you. I'm more scared of aliens for some reason because ghosts, I would think, I don't know why, but I am more scared of aliens. I'm going to talk. I'm less scared of aliens. I really? think I'm more, I'm more intrigued. Really? See that? I think that's a better Well, because ghosts, at. ghosts bring on ghosts. To me, ghosts are a scary thing because it's a, it's a paranormal world. And that would be proof that there is some kind of life after death. And, I and so what does that, that look like? And yeah, so I think that makes it scarier. But aliens is like, oh wow, there is other life. That makes sense. I wonder what they look like, how they evolved, what they're into, like technology. Like I would just be more intrigued. I think. I think that that's a good learning thing too, because I think it is important to be intrigued by something you don't know about than to want to blow your brains out because you think that they're talking about Pizza Hut. You know. Well, I guess aliens. I mean, I guess ghosts aren't scary because there's no recorded history of anyone being killed by a ghost. You're just being scared in the middle of the night. Well, there's there's no recorded history that we know that we know of. But yeah, I mean, if I saw a ghost too, I feel like if I I could like reason with it, like or talk to it, or but you know what? I'm gonna talk to my therapist about this because my immediate reaction. I don't know if it's just because I've been talking to my parents a lot more during lockdown. But my immediate reaction, if something freaks me out, is I just want to go back to Maine and sit at my, my dad has a geodesic dome. He's a math teacher, so he, and he used to be a car contractor, so he built this geodesic dome. His office is in the top floor. Some things that are scary, I just want to go sit in the dome. And I, he's usually in his office, I'll just sit in the freaking, sit in That the must be a stem back from childhood when you dealt with trauma, you, you were, you were, something about like a physical hiding space near yeah. your dad or something? Well, I think I, well, it's kind of, it's actually a little childish because it's almost, it's, it's like, I don't know why it's almost like I want to cry. It's almost like me wanting my dad to deal with it. Like I'd be like, can you? Yeah, you want, yeah, yeah you want, I think that you've taken on a lot I of wonder, your own parental um, characteristics growing up because of mm -hmm. your, your parents' divorce and I think your and sexuality. I was alone a lot and I, as a kid. I, and you were home a lot and you were dealing with an eating disorder by right. eating too much. You know, so I think that you're looking for someone to step in and take away the responsibility uh, and yeah. make things easy for you because you're constantly in the position of being the parent. Right. Ex yes. Except that it's in some weird instances, my, then my parents do, I would say, baby me a little bit too like with something like that like if there's something 
I feel like they do still be, they, you know, almost like a weird way. Like if I ever really like need something or I always kind of, I'll be like, mom, dad. And then they kind of like, especially with like financial like stuff. Like physical so, things or like, um, like emotional stuff. help. If it's a money thing or if it's like a, something like that, not my dad with that. My, he's got really good boundaries with that. My mom will be like, no way. Like, da, da, da. Anyway. So with, but with that, but yeah, for some reason, if it was, I wonder what my dad would do. What would your parents I think my dad. If aliens like, came or ghosts yeah. came, either. I mean, my mom forget about it. Her and I would be like together. But I think well, we my, wouldn't kill ourselves. I think we would. My family, the, all the cousins in my family, and my grandparents would all probably get like a big compound together, go to Galena where we have a house, and all just stay there. I think my mom and I would fucking lose it, and I think my dad and Ashley would probably protect. I mean, you know, maybe I would protect. I would protect if I felt like my niece or my somewhere. I, I think I. I don't know. It kind of depends. If I had a weapon, I think I'd go out and maybe try to, you know, protect a little. But I would kind of want my dad to handle it. But I don't think a gun's gonna do anything if they flew here from another planet. My dad also doesn't believe in violence, so he wouldn't. We had a whole talk. So when the alien comes up and says, you're our new pet, he says, okay. I don't know what he would do, but we had this whole talk yesterday about. Also, um, it wouldn't be that bad to be a lap dog, would it? <laughs> getting pet all day and. Oh, getting you're pet. You're like yeah, a nice like luxury place. I mean, it depends oh, on your owner. That's, that's a really good point. That's true. Oh, I, my, I, I was trying to massage Bowie yesterday, his little shoulder blades. Like, if, if I had me as an owner, as a dog, I'd be fucking thrilled. Yeah, I'll take a massage. Yeah, I'd take that. My dad doesn't I'm believe- tired. Look at how bad my posture is. I'm like, oh. I'll take it. Are you going- Mateo's going to the chiropractor today. Have you gone? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh. 11 a.m. It's going to feel- When was the last time you went? Last week. Oh. oh, you did? But I'm not getting the massages because they can't do it here. So I'm just getting my back cracked. Wait, you went last week? Mm-hmm. What happened? Um- you know, they crack your back. <laughs> so they, so was it like, because you hadn't gone in a long time, so you go in? Well, I had gone once three weeks ago, and then I came back in because I was moving, and it was this whole thing. So now I'm back, and I'm going to try and go once a week just to, like, oh. fix my neck, my back, my pussy, my crack. But I'm trying to fix, like, you know, because I'm just, oh. you know, just bad posture, I guess. That's how it's, you describe it. Well, it's also when you exercised well there's a couple things too because I, I go less than I used to because now I, for whatever reason my, I think it's helped my back so I go like once a month twice a month I haven't gone in like three or four months when I went yesterday and oh my god it felt so good like I was like I went yeah in, you do feel uh, like you're walking around and it's, wait uh, we have to read another ghost story oh yeah yeah okay all right let's, let's hear it I can definitely understand how you both Emma Mateo may not believe in spirits and ghosts. Honestly, I probs wouldn't either, except I have had several experiences where I've sensed the presence of loved ones who have passed away. For instance, one night I was trying to get comfortable while going to sleep. I was sober, mind you. And I felt this clear indentation on the side of my bed and felt very calm all of a sudden. Like it was as if someone had sat there, but I live alone and my cat was sleeping on the other side. I tried recreating the feeling of the incident of the calmness, but nothing I did worked. I pushed, my, I pushed the bed down with my hands, moved the legs around, and tried imagining the indentation again. But nope, nothing felt the same. Later, I went to a psychic medium who had solid reviews from dozens of clients to ensure she wasn't a phony. And she told me that my grandmother comes to sit on my bed each night before I go to bed. I was stunned to hear that, yet it made, me, it made so much sense considering what I had experienced. 
Interesting. Well, this one's like a more peaceful one. It's like a more, it's like about love and comfort as opposed to. Right. You know, with scary. one like that, I feel oh. like that, that could be something that you do create in your mind. But the truth is, is like, look, I don't know. I really don't know. Ah. Well, I would say, okay, so like, all right, now this is not spirits and ghosts, but um, last February, I had a very close friend of mine uh, commit suicide. And it was last February? God, time is It was like five by. months ago or six months ago. Or something oh like my that. God, that feels like seven years ago and it also feels like yesterday. I mean, it was I, the start, it was like that and then the pandemic hit. I was like, good times. I remember, um, I remember that, but it seems but, like a really long time ago, but... Did I talk about it on this podcast? I don't remember. No, I don't think you did. That's interesting. Well, Maybe if I didn't did. talk about it, I had a close friend of mine. I, would, I mean, we do this so much, I can't remember. I had a close friend of mine commit suicide. I was the last person to speak to him. <laughs> and he sent me an email a week later. That's how I found out. I got his planned email, and it would look like a suicide letter. <laughs> and I was panicking, and I called 911. I also called the suicide hotline, which, like, I was on a wait for 45 minutes. I was like, right, well, I'm going to kill myself by the time someone picks yeah, up. Yeah, now I'm going to kill myself, too. Jesus Christ. But when I Googled his name, that's how I found out he died. His brother had uh. set up a GoFundMe. So he had emailed a few select people, and I felt very honored to be one of them. But anyways, dealt with that and the funeral and everything like that. And, but what was interesting is two weeks after he had died, I was playing the Comedy Works in Denver. And... Um, they, my agent had been there and sent me this picture and it was like giant letter, you know, Mateo Lane, blah, blah, blah. And the poster right underneath um, was someone else's show, but it was my friend's name, which I don't want to say his name, but it's a very particular name. And it was right underneath. A comedian had the same name? Uh, I don't even know if it was a comedian, just a show, but that name wow. was in giant bold letters right under my name. And I was like, wow. Well, that seems it's like that seems strange, but that like a nice good. way, like a comforting way of being mm -hmm. like, oh, like that's sweet. Like, and every I'm once kidding. in a while, like, and I don't even believe in the afterlife, and I don't believe in ghosts and stuff. But every once in a while, my friend Pat Powers told me this. He's like, just talking out loud, like even if it's like that's who you want to talk to. Every once in a while, I'll just talk out loud. So every once in a while, I'll just talk out loud to him. I do that with my friend Margo that passed away from cancer. I always, sometimes I'll, it'll usually be if I'm feeling really in a way where I identify that I need to be more grateful. And then I stop and I'm like, okay, I'm still here. And Margo doesn't even get the opportunity to be stressed out about stuff. I need to put things in perspective. And she was mm -hmm. so gracious towards the end of her life where she, and I actually didn't get to have these conversations. They were related to me, but where she said, where I was like, I need to be more, um, like I, I'll then I'll kind of talk to her or something, or if it's yeah. something or I like need to believe in myself because she always was very supportive or something. But that's interesting. Who that 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 there's someone with his name? Did you tell your agent that? No, it's a pretty morbid message, <laughs> you know. Like, but oh I mean, I didn't God. know how to. I do have to say that night. I I that day I found out that he passed. I went uh, to the cellar because I didn't know what to do with myself. Sure. So work makes you feel. Good. And, and I that's sat down. Darn. I mean, that's, I've never had something where I don't. Well, he scheduled an email, which if anyone knew him, I'd be like, of course he scheduled his own death. He was, he scheduled 
everything. What sucks is I was planning on going to San Gennaro Festival here in New York because we would do that every, every year, no matter where we were in our lives, we would show up at that San Gennaro Festival and walk up and down the streets and have a uh. good time, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, so it's not, it's not happening this year. So it's like, right. Well, Right. But every once in a while, something, something hits me and I think of them and I'm like, you know. Yeah. Isn't that, does it, how does time feel like it's going by for you? Do you feel, because I, I was reading an article about how, you know, because norm people usually with time, it's like you have your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's your, the, the work week for more traditional work schedules. And for, right. for us, we have a type of work schedule too, where it's like at least Thursday through Sunday, generally we're doing like tons of shows or traveling how does time feel like because we don't have this same markers like does it feel like it's going by fast or slow or how are you gauging it i, I guess i don't have an answer for you do you I feel like it's been, do you feel like we've been like do you feel like so that it, it does it just feel like one big blur you've moved so that's a big marker like moving well that was big. something right moving and decorating my house is something that helps me um it gives you purpose. And I'm getting a, a tattoo this week, so that's something. Mm -hmm. Of what? Maria Callas. Where? On my forearm. Why are you giving me that judgy look? I don't know. I just uh, really. Because I drew this picture of Maria Callas. I posted it on my Instagram a week ago. I drew it with the the first few weeks I moved to New York City. I often do not like my artwork after on I do it. On your forearm, but I are gonna be able to see that. I still like this. Eight years later, I still like this artwork. Yeah. And I'll always love Maria Callas. And I, the world is ending. And I was like, you know what? I would like a tattoo. And I want it on my forearm because I want to look at it. So doing it in that spot on your forearm is one of the most painful places to get it done, too. I mean, they said the same thing about anal. But, okay. you know, I um, And I found this artist who does it. And I, cause I put on my Instagram, I was like, if you know good artists, and then that one page led me to the next. So I found this artist in New York city, messaged him. He's got like a hundred thousand followers, whatever. Wow. And I'm sure it's going to be very expensive. And he was like, um, he goes, uh, he was Russian. So his, his English is not so great. And at one point I sent him the drawing, which of course I'm proud of. I was like, this is my drawing, but his artwork was so good. I'm like, I trust his hand. Mm. And so this is my artwork. And he goes, um, this is not my style. And then I wrote back, I was like, oh, okay, well, if you don't want to do it, you know, just let me know. And that, no, I'll do it. I can get you in in October. I Why was like, okay. It's not his style then. That he's just foreign and Russian and scary. Is but he then he goes, I can get to August 1st. And I was like, oh. okay. So I'm going to go this weekend and get it. And he hasn't told you how much it's going to cost? No, which means it's probably going to be very expensive. That's how the, that's like when you go to a menu, uh, not go to a menu, you go to a restaurant and you look at the menu and you're like, oh, the, where's the prices? Am I missing it? And then you're like, oh, no, it's because if you eat here, you're not supposed to care how much it costs, which means you have to give them like literally your firstborn child $7,000 and your apartment for right. a fucking string bean. And it's like an ironic I just figure, string though, bean. It's a life investment, and I've had friends, <clears throat> Evan Williams, who've made rash decisions with artists they don't know mm. to get a tattoo done and then regret it. So I would like to get, this is something that I just, I've always, I want, and I'll have it for the rest of my life. It's a pretty good investment. No, I think you should, I think if it's a tattoo, something like that, you definitely want to, you know, spend money on. I don't think that's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, they're doing it, I found it a Groupon, you know? like Right. Yeah, I'm not trying to make deals here. Right, I'm trying right. to get like, I'm trying, this is on my body forever. Right. I would like to. 
Right. You give me a tattoo, I'll tell you some jokes. Like, yeah, hey, what could what, what could go wrong? Well, I wonder yeah. if I say if I promote him and like talk about him and stuff on the podcast or whatever. Like, if that. It'll give me a discount. You know what happened to me the other day? Maybe. You know what happened to me the other day? So mm. I, I signed up for this, um, like, a self-defense class. And it's or a self-defense one on God, you've thing. really been watching too much true crime. This, it was, I've always wanted to do jujitsu, but you can't do that now because it's like you're such close contact. So 15 minutes, for, a 15-minute walk from the apartment, there's a place. And he's like, look, like, I wear a mask. Where are you right now? I'm in L.A. So he's like. Okay. I wear a mask, you wear a mask, we do it outside. He's like, or we do it inside and we have this giant room. So I went in, giant room. It was so cool. But he goes, I said, what are your rates? And he's like, well, my rates are this. And he goes, but because you know Adam, uh, it's like 50% off. Now, I don't fucking know Adam. I don't know. I know a couple Adams. I don't know what Adam he's referring to. And then I was like, I was about to write back, oh, no, I actually work in entertainment. So I, a lot of people on my social media profiles are people I've met through that I don't know. But I was like, I stopped myself from typing it and was like, okay, great. So I got a discount. I got a big discount because of this. So shout outs to Adam. Let me tell you something. Appreciate you. Work. By the way, I got to get those vitamins because I just ran out that you sent vitamins. We have so many fucking vitamins. I need them. Yeah, they're great. You just wake up and take a shit ton of vitamins. Care of, guys. Care of sponsored Inside the Closet, I think, two years ago. I don't uh, think they still sponsor us, but Emma got me like a really good deal. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I love them. Yeah, they're great. So, but so care of, I'm pretty sure I'll find the code. I think you can still use the, the inside the closet care of code. I'll find it. But yeah, they're, it's like, get that zinc, get that vitamin C, you know? Yeah. I'm going to, cause I feel like my skin was looking better. Really? Well, it's also the Botox, but okay. you know, I filled be it the out because you fill out this whole questionnaire. So I've, I've done it two times for other three times. I did one for you, Ash's brother and my sister. And my mom, actually. So you feel like you're down Can you resend me the one and I'll just Venmo you or whatever? Like, I don't understand, like, how you did it, but... How to get the... I don't know if I saved your... One. I'll do it. I'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah, but I'm you feel, sure you feel out, you know, how much you work out and, the, you know, what you're looking for. So for you, I said, like, it was, like, work out all the time, hair, collagen, whatever the fucking... Whatever. So immune, immunity. But it's fun to, like, fill it out. And then when I feel right, I'm gonna do that. That does sound really fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And why don't you guys email us and let us know? I just would be curious how time is going by for you guys. Like, also, I want to do yeah. aliens next. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk aliens because ghosts are a little more like you can kind of like, you know, it's like up to your own personal experience. But mm-hmm. I want to see if anyone knows aliens, like if they've seen a UFO. Yep. What it looked like, blah blah blah. That's what I want to know. Me too. And um, if there's any stockbrokers, will you let me know how the stock market works? I don't understand. I thought you were like getting to know it. I'm trying, but the more I learn, the more complicated it is. But I'll tell you this, that um, small direct club, I bought $50, no, I bought $100 worth and it's gone up to, let's see, let's see. I've got this little tracker. I think it went up like 40, it went up 78%. (laughs) <laughs> and well, cheesecake, um, cheesecake factory went up a bunch i got cheesecake factory for 18 dollars a share and now it's 27 dollars a share didn't i say once in this show it's like everyone waiting in line at the cheesecake factory has an ailment well <laughs> that yeah, one's like is yeah. broken it looks like a no. world war ii army like tent nurse tent no 
it's an ailment of they're hooked on the good stuff, so they need to get their fix with that delicious food. It's like 1,800 calories for a slice of cheesecake. It's, but it's too much. A, it's uh, up 44% because you got to understand that they, you always want to look for something that it has, you know, diversified streams and not a lot of debt. So the Cheesecake Factory is making a lot of money from things they sell, like they sell their breads in supermarkets. It's like a big revenue stream for them. And they sell like, bread at supermarkets? Mm-hmm. I've never, who wants Cheesecake Factory bread? Lots of people. Lots of people. And they sell it's the It's wicker furniture. It's delicious. I love it in there. But I mean, it's not, it's not a recommended thing to buy. Other people are not recommending it, but... But, no, I, I, would, but I don't understand I would, when you're supposed to sell it and how that all that works. I just want to say I love this apartment I have because I have an unblocked view of the sky. I've never had this much light in my entire life, so I can see like a thunderstorm developing right now. That's awesome. It's great. I can't wait to come see the apartment too, whenever the hell wait. you're going to be in New York next. September 1st. And I was thinking about doing some of those outside shows, but I guess I'm going to pass on them. Well, September might be a different time. True. So who knows? True. We have no idea. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening.